Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Good evening. How's it going? Welcome back along to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, which is part of, of course, the 90 Min football family. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiu. And on this edition of the show, we're going to be discussing the latest on Declan Rice. I feel like I've said that about 500 times in the last month. I mean, it is getting a little bit frustrating. It is getting a little bit tedious, but I want to try and bring some calm to the conversation and some calm to the discussion because I genuinely don't think or believe or have any reason to believe that there is any reason for Arsenal fans to lose their minds. Now, that doesn't mean that people aren't losing their minds. If you go through social media, uh, you'd think that the Declan Rice deal has collapsed. And I can tell you that it hasn't. I can tell you that it is literally a case of the clubs uh, just signing that final contract, which we understand has not been completely drawn up just yet on the Arsenal side. That's what West Ham are claiming. West Ham have gone um, out there today, not directly, but through uh, sort of uh, contacts in the media and put this story out uh, through Sky Sports News with regards to where we're at on this situation and why the deal hasn't been done uh, just yet. We're going to get your thoughts in the live chat because I'm sure plenty of you have got an opinion on this. I can see the comments box popping off already. So do get involved in the live chat. We're going to get your thoughts. We're going to answer your questions. We're going to do all of it on this edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Um, it's going to be a slightly shorter one today, uh, around about half an hour or so. Uh, and then, of course, tomorrow we'll be back with another full-length episode. Uh, but for now, we're going to focus fully on this Declan Rice stuff on this edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I uh, hope you're good. Right. Let's um, let's go over to the live chat. Should we start with? No, actually, let's not start with the chat box. We'll come to the chat box in a minute because that is just going to constantly update. And if I go into that particular rabbit hole, there's no climbing back out. And then I won't be able uh, to bring you guys that maybe haven't caught the news just yet up to speed with exactly what's going on. So let me fill you in on what the latest reports are saying. So according to Sky Sports News, uh, Arsenal's lawyers are to blame for the holdup in the Declan Rice transfer. They're taking time uh, longer than expected to draw up the paperwork. And as uh, reported, West Ham are said to be growing increasingly frustrated um, by this. I, I guess I kind of want to say who cares. Um, you know, when West Ham wanted 
to delay on the negotiations because they wanted to bring another club into the mix, wanted to wait and see how far Manchester City would go so that they could try and get the best deal possible. That was fine. You know, that was okay. It was okay to delay uh, in that sense when they wanted to dig their heels in around the payment structure. That was okay as well. Uh, Finally, an agreement has been reached. And now everybody's looking at Arsenal and saying, why haven't Arsenal's lawyers, et cetera, et cetera, drawn up the contracts, blah, blah, blah. Look, let me just get this out of the way nice and early before we go into this in, in a lot more detail. Ordinarily, yes, this stuff is, is done quicker. Ordinarily, you know, these deals are done and dusted by this point. So you hear of the fee being agreed. It took what? A long time. I don't know exactly how long for the two clubs to come to an arrangement with regards to the overall package. And then it took more time for them to work out the payment structure. That took a little bit longer than maybe people anticipated, having heard that the initial or the overall package fee had been agreed at least. But what I I just want to get out there nice and early in this is that I will never, ever claim to understand the legal side of this type of deal, exactly how much work goes on behind the scenes, um, the intricacies of this particular deal. And you can't always look back at different examples, right? Because these deals are all different in their nature with the payment structures, with the bonuses, with the add-ons, all of the rest of it is very, very different. There's been a lot of talk as well throughout this process, particularly when it was understood that Arsenal were willing to come down in terms of how long the term was going to be that they paid this money to West Ham over. It was reported widely, actually, that what they wanted to do was spread this over three accounting periods. And whilst I'm not defending Arsenal, because I, like everybody else, would have liked to have seen this done and dusted so we can either move on to another target or we can switch the attention to the football for now, keeping an eye on the market, seeing where we're at a little bit further down the line, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, but... Yeah, I I don't want this to be a distraction. I don't want this to rumble on. My big fear at the start of the summer, and particularly when Manchester City got involved, was that this was going to turn into a little bit of a saga. It has turned into a saga. Has it taken away from the excitement of it? We've discussed this at length on previous episodes. The answer is yes. There's no need to discuss that. There's no need to debate that. The answer is yes. But... As I say, like for me to sit here and say, sack the lawyers, which I can see some people are saying in the comments, it's it's disrespectful because I, I don't understand exactly what they would have to do. I don't understand exactly what the holdup is, what the delay is. You know, sometimes we hear of deals when they are much further down the line. I don't think Arsenal ever wanted this to get out. I don't think Arsenal have briefed anywhere near as much as West Ham have throughout this entire process. And so I don't really understand why Arsenal would feel the pressure to, to you know, really move this forward at a, a ridiculous pace or, or, you know, at a much faster pace than the pace that they're currently moving at. Look, Declan Rice is on holiday. So whether you sign him today, tomorrow, the day after, it doesn't really make the world a difference because he's not available anyway. He's away on holiday. He's training, all the rest of it. I know people are talking about, you know, will Declan Rice be in in time to join the guys on the US tour? You'd hope that that is the case. But, you know, Declan Rice could join the US tour a day or two into it and it wouldn't be the end of the world. It's 2023. People catch flights all the time. 
I, I guess look, I've, I've digressed a little bit on the initial point that I wanted to make, but the initial point I wanted to make is that I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Most of us are not lawyers. I'm sure we've got some among us who will have a greater understanding of how this all works and you know, how complicated it is to draw up a contract and all the rest of it that will be sitting there and saying, actually this type of value deal, it, it shouldn't be done overnight. It is something that takes a bit of time. There's going to be uh, lots of scrutiny on uh, sort of what West Ham's people are putting forward. Likewise, they're going to place a lot of scrutiny on what we're doing. There's going to be a lot of checks and a lot of back and forth. I get all of that. And that's why I don't want to sit there and say, sack the lawyers, because I think that's too simplistic a view to have when the truth is we don't understand uh, the intricacies of this deal and we don't understand uh, the nature of this deal either. Um they will have their own transfer targets, West Ham United. They'll be looking to replace Declan Rice, which isn't going to be easy. Um, and so they'll want to get that money in nice and quickly, at least the first payment, because that will probably allow them to go out and and start bringing in people to fill that Declan Rice-shaped hole in the middle of their team. Um, and so, again, I understand the urgency on their side to get this deal done. But it's just funny how the tables have turned because there was no urgency from West Ham to deal with us at the beginning of the summer. They, as I said before, wanted to drag as many parties into this thing as possible, which you can't blame them for. It's fine. They want to get the maximum amount of money possible. I get that. But then to turn around and say, well, Arsenal are dragging their heels here and we're growing increasingly frustrated. And then, and this is the best part, say, to our knowledge, the medical has already taken place. Hold on a minute. The medical's taken place. Nobody on Arsenal's side has reported that. Nobody on Arsenal's side has claimed that the medical has taken place. Nobody's categorically said that. In fact, a lot of the big Arsenal journos have refused to be drawn on whether the medical's taken place or not because they didn't know. So there is a possibility that actually the medical hasn't taken place. And that West Ham saying, well, we think it's been done. You know, is, is that enough? I, I don't know. The truth is I have no idea where this thing is at. And so chill, stay calm about it. There's no, there's no reason to believe that this deal is not going to happen. Yes, we'd all like to get it done early and we'd all love to have it concluded sooner rather than later. But that's living in an ideal world. We don't live in an ideal world and there must be a reason that this hasn't been done yet because Arsenal in the last couple of summers have shown a willingness to go out and do their business as early as possible in order uh, to get people in ahead of preseason tours, to allow people to settle down, to understand the Arsenal ways, etc., etc. So to just assume because West Ham are briefing people that Arsenal are dragging their heels, that this is something that Arsenal are purposely doing or a sign of incompetence on Arsenal's side, I think he's jumping the gun a little bit. Like, defend your club. Where Where is that loyalty to our football club? You know, I'm sure this is going through a normal process. Maybe there's something that Arsenal are pushing back on. Um, and, and as a result, there hasn't been that sign-off from both sides. Perhaps that's the case. And West Ham, just like they did when they, um, you know, brought, or waited for Manchester City to come into the picture before moving the negotiations forward. Maybe they're applying pressure from their side because, as I've said, they need the money. They want to get a deal done 
to bring somebody in to help them cope with the loss of Declan Rice. So that's kind of where I'm at on this. Like, obviously, it's annoying. Obviously, you want it done as early as possible, you know. But as I say, we don't know the ins and outs of it. We don't understand every sort of intricacy of this deal. And I just think that this default position that Arsenal fans take, which is let's slag off our club, just because West Ham United have leaked something through Sky Sports to try and apply pressure and and grease the wheels a little bit and get this moving that little bit faster because it benefits them. Arsenal is saving on Declan Rice's wages by not having signed him yet. You know, you delay it two weeks, you save yourself half a million pounds maybe. You know, so there will be reasons behind this and there will be reasons that Arsenal haven't got this done just yet. Um, All I'm saying is the truth is we don't know what the problem is. We don't know why it hasn't been completed yet. So just chill because the deal is going to happen. And don't by default take the side of the other team when you're an Arsenal fan. I know people say don't tell us how to support our club, but genuinely it drives me insane that we are so ready to jump on our club and criticise our club and hammer our club when all they've done over the last 18, 24 months is improve, 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 get better in negotiations, get players that they want in, improve the team, you know, cut people off the wage bill that were just, you know, fat hanging on the end of our squad and causing us a problem, you know, causing it to be bloated, all the rest of it. They've done so much good work. I think they deserve our support as fans and they deserve for us to sit there and go, you know what? We are chilled at the moment. We've got no reason to believe this isn't going to happen. We're not going to listen to the nonsense coming out of West Ham's side of the deal here. And and the, the truth is as well that throughout this process, throughout this deal, throughout this what's turned into a saga, West Ham have been briefing people all the way to get what they want. You know, they've been doing it from the beginning. David Sullivan is awful to deal with. We've seen that. Others have spoken of it. It is a thing. So by default, don't jump on West Ham's side and hammer your own club. Just stay relaxed, chill out. Whether it gets announced today or on Friday or on Saturday or on Sunday morning before the team fly out, it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, So just chill. Anyway, that's my little rant about that. I did want to have a bit of a rant about this because I was on my way home from work and I got um, a notification up, which was the report from Sky talking about this. And I had a quick look at it and I had a quick read of it and, um, you know, listened to to what the Sky Sports News presenter said and, and thought, okay, like this just feels like classic press briefing, the type of which we've seen um, throughout this scenario, throughout this situation, throughout this uh, negotiation. I ain't going to pay too much notice to it. I ain't going to stress too much about it. But when I started scrolling through Twitter, I even had people messaging me on Twitter saying, what are you going to say about your club now? No, no, no. Like, What the hell is wrong with people? Like genuinely, why are people so quick to want to just kick someone and hammer someone and, and point a finger at someone? Someone said it was Edu's fault. Someone else said it was Arteta's fault. Arteta doesn't write the contracts. Edu doesn't write the contracts. They've agreed a deal with West Ham in terms of the overall monetary value of the package, and they've agreed the payment terms. There is nothing more for them to do. It is now in the hands of lawyers. Anyone who's done anything involving a lawyer before will know 
that sometimes you come across things that you did not foresee. Sometimes you come across things uh, in a, a sort of legal context that can cause a bit of a hiccup and a bit of a delay. You ever bought a house? I'm sure you've experienced it. Well, if you think about buying a house for £500,000 and the problems that that can pose, and then compare it to buying something or someone for £105 million, then you got to start to think that the bigger the deal, the bigger the smaller issues become in the negotiation and in the, the wider context. And you just need to be patient, trust that it's going to happen, trust that it's going to get done. And as I keep saying, and I've said repeatedly in this opening 15 minutes of the podcast, we have no reason to believe that there is any issue here, anything that is going to cause for this deal to collapse. People will try and create clickbait headlines now because of this update. And they will try and make you think that there is a a possibility that the collapse could happen. But they're doing that for clicks and they're doing that for traction. That's what the name of the game is these days. And people need to wise up to it. Anyway, that's my that really is my rant over now. Let's go over to the uh, the questions and, and the chat and see what you guys uh, are saying on this. Uh, Azani says, um, where is it? Hold on. There we go. I think Arsenal are delaying this on purpose. Uh, to get revenge against West Ham. So maybe there is an element of that. Maybe Arsenal feel like they don't need to hurry this along too quickly because they've been frustrated by the way that West Ham have operated throughout the the duration of this deal. Um, Maybe there's something to do with saving a bit of money, as I mentioned, with the wages. And, And I don't know these things, by the way. I'm just thinking of potential reasons for the delay. Maybe Arsenal are wanting to spread payments over um, certain periods because financially for their books, it works better. Maybe there's an element of that as well. It's not cooking the books. It's just being smart about when you pay money out to make sure that your, you know, income and expenditure sort of works in terms of balancing your books and, and what you need to show for FFP purposes and all the rest of it. And again, I'm not saying that this is what Arsenal are doing. I know that it's what Arsenal are doing. I'm simply saying that there's, a ton of factors that could be at play here. Halo says uh, on Sunday, the Arsenal squad is leaving for the USA. I really hope things are worked out until then. Things are slightly fun today, but if Rice isn't a part of the team on Sunday, then it's a problem. So I'm really keen for Declan Rice to go on the tour. Um, And okay, as I mentioned, he could join the tour two, three days in and it wouldn't be the end of the world. and wouldn't have that much of an impact. But I think one of the real great things about Arsenal going on tour to somewhere like the US and particularly when you're talking about new recruits is that they get instantly when they walk in through the door and when they join the football club a glance and an understanding of how big this football club really is when you go to the US and all you can see is red and white shirts and you you see the number of people that turn up in support of this football club and follow this football club as closely as, uh, you know, as they do and and sort of are dedicated to the club, just like we are here in the UK. That gives players that have just come into the club an early indication of how big the club is that they are now playing for. And that is a motivator. And I want Declan Rice to see that. I want him to turn up to stadiums in the US flooded with red and white shirts. I want him to go around the world with this club and understand just how much it means to people on all ends of the globe 
That's really, really important. I think it's a real, real big factor. And I don't want Declan Rice to miss out on any of that. Um, what else have we got? Lovely Lion says, um, why is there any blame? Arsenal might be comfortable and always knew they needed time to finalise things. It is us who cares when it's done. The deal is done. There is no issue. And yeah, like, I think we always should have been prepared, I guess, for the possibility of this taking a lot longer than people would have liked. You know, it is a big high value deal. It was a complex deal because of, uh, as I keep saying, the intricacies of the, the payment structure and all the rest of it. Um, so, yeah, let's um, let's see. Um, let's see um, how it pans out over the next few days. But I've, as I keep saying, I've got no reason to believe that this is not going to get done. Uh, Strife says, I think this is another one of West Ham United's media ploys. Um, Claret and Hugh, which is, uh, of course, a uh, uh, West Ham outlet, have overreported from the beginning. And now this, it does feel like more than any other transfer in the past, we've had this kind of step-by-step commentary, you know, constantly, which is obviously coming from the West Ham side. The buying club doesn't want that shit out there. It, it's not in their interests. The only thing that Arsenal may have leaked or, or may have briefed, I should say, because it wouldn't have been a leak, it would have been a briefing, at any point is probably that they remained confident that they were going to get Declan Rice. And that was probably during the time where a lot of fans were panicking about City's interest and what that meant and whether that was going to result in Arsenal losing out on their primary uh, target. Ray Daguna, how come only Arsenal lawyers are incompetent? Why can't they uh, be competent like the other lawyers? This, this is the type of comment that drives me wild. Like, I'm grateful for you being here, Ray. Um, hope you're well and all the rest of it. Um, but this is the type of comment that drives me absolutely crazy because how do you know that the lawyers are incompetent? It's like me saying a doctor is incompetent because he told me something I didn't want to hear. Like, I I'm not qualified to say whether they're competent or incompetent. And even when people in the chat are saying, I'm a lawyer, I understand this, blah, blah, blah. You don't understand the specifics of the deal that we're talking about. Therefore, even you are not qualified to really Comp, like to really kind of come to any sort of firm conclusion as to whether or not these guys uh, are able to do their job. Um, David says, how many lawyers are on this deal? We have no idea. That's another point. Um, Undisputed uh, Reg says, I don't agree with you, Harry. Let's just get this thing out of the way. Obviously, we'd like that. <laughs> we Obviously, we want it um, to just be, you know, done, dusted, Line drawn under it, see Declan Rice in his Arsenal kit uh, and ready to go. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, Joshua says uh, Arteta just wanted to troll West Ham and Arsenal fans uh, caused the Havertz leak. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. Um, Boyce said uh, preseason is underway. The team is in Germany having a bonding experience already. Rice should be out there with the team. Rice even if it was confirmed, would not be with the team in Germany right now because he went on international duty and it was always going to be the case that he was going to have this additional holiday. Now, it's great to see Declan Rice working on his fitness and all the rest of it. He's been training with Rafael Leal of AC Milan. He's been training with Joao Cancelo and there was one other as well uh, out in Portugal from what we understand. I understand what you're saying and I think that's why it's important that he goes to the US because he needs to get used to his surroundings. He needs to uh, bond with his teammates, all of the rest of it. I completely agree with the overarching point there, but he wouldn't have been in Germany 
even if the deal had already been completed. That is that is fact. Um, so I'm not too fussed about that uh, at this stage. Um, what else have we got in the chat? Um, Echazona Agu says, why are you defending Arsenal? I, I, I don't know what to say to that. Like, why wouldn't I defend Arsenal? Arsenal are my club. And I think Arsenal deserve a lot of praise and a lot of credit for the work that they've done to get to a point where this deal is imminent. Because we went up against a monster of a side in Manchester City, not just on the pitch, but off it in terms of their finances um, and all the rest of it. And and I think Arsenal are showing real ambition and purpose by you know pursuing the likes of Declan Rice. So I want to give the club credit and I don't want to slag them off. Um, not until I know that there is something to slag them off for. And the only thing right now is that, yeah, it's taken a little bit longer than we would have liked. But as long as it gets done, does it really matter? Um, does it really matter? The Italian Stallion says, watch this deal collapse. You're an optimist, aren't you? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Viper with an interesting question. Um, thoughts on the Timber deal also. Um it's taking a bit longer as well. Now, with the Urian Timber one, I have no idea what the holdup is. Genuinely don't have any idea. With the Declan Rice one, we think it's to do with paperwork. We've heard that from the West Ham side, it seems, but there are sort of rumblings from the Arsenal side of things that it's paperwork related, the delay in the Declan Rice thing. When it comes to Urian Timber, I genuinely don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. And that, that one has frustrated me more than the Declan Rice one because, A, it's a, a smaller value deal. It's far less complex in terms of the payment structures. You know, we've seen stuff on social media of uh, Urian Timber's family sort of with a goodbye party, wishing him well and all the rest of it. I can't work out, though, um, what the delay. So I, as a result, I say I can't work out what the delay would be on that. Halor says, uh, as a journalist, um, would you say that Arsenal could have done the communication around the Rice deal in some other way? Or is this the line of communication as it should be? I think if you're dealing with another club, there isn't anywhere near as much information floating around. And so I don't want to point at Arsenal and say they've done this wrong. They just haven't said anything. And, and that's the right way to be if you're a buying club. You don't say anything. You don't comment on other people's players and you don't want to tempt fate by talking about a deal that you haven't managed to complete yet. So I think Arsenal have dealt with this the right way. I think the problem has been throughout this entire journey that West Ham have been briefing, West Ham have been trying to manipulate the narrative in order to suit them. You know, first it was to get the most amount of money, which I can understand. And now it's to hurry up the damn thing because they need the money in to be able to go out and bring in players for themselves. Um, Slingshot Dave says, do you think the Cronkies want to announce the rice deal in the US so they can get their flowers? Um, I think they'll get their flowers anyway. Um, I, I don't think that's the case. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I can't say it's definitely not. But as I say, I don't think... Uh, that would be a thing. It's not something they've done before when they've done big deals. I know they haven't done a deal of this size before, but it's not something they normally do. They don't particularly stand. You know, he's called Silent Stan for a reason. He's never really wanted that spotlight. He's never really been front and center of it. And um, and so, no, I, I don't think that that is um, 
I don't think that that is a that is a thing. Uh, Mark Taylor says, Harry, don't you think Timber and Rice's unveiling videos are linked like Nelson and Saliba? And that's why we've not announced Timber. That's a really good point. There could be some kind of uh, connection there, like the Saliba and Nelson deal. Uh, like, Sorry, like the Saliba and Nelson uh, announcements where, you know, one through to the other on the video and all the rest of it. Maybe, maybe there's an element of that. And maybe that's why Arsenal are, are sort of still holding on to the Timber news because they want to um, to be able to tie that in. Maybe they didn't envisage there being such a delay with the Rice thing. And, and that's left everybody in limbo a little bit. But again, you know, I think both of these guys are, are Arsenal players and I'm not uh, concerned about either of the deals in the slightest. Uh, big hello to Stephen as well. Hope you're well, mate. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, good to see you in the live chat again. Um, let's take this one from Dr. Smith. Oh, thank you so much, mate. Uh, really, really appreciate it. He's very kindly donated to the channel. He says, have a beer on me, Harry. Uh, love the channel and the content. Come on, you gunners. Thank you uh, so, so much, mate. Really, really do appreciate that. Look, um, I did say we were going to do more questions. Um, we got around to a few, but um, I have got a dash. I'm off out tonight. Uh, I've got a, a very good friend's uh, birthday meal. So knowing my, like, you know what's going to happen, right? The minute I sit down to eat my dinner and order a drink and all the rest of it the yuri and timber announcement is probably going to come and then i'm going to have to come home and do another episode at some ungodly hour you just know it's going to happen don't you um but look um we will be back tomorrow i'll be back uh, with an earlier episode tomorrow uh, we're going to talk a little bit about whatever's going on in the world in terms of updates on these deals and and if there's anything new to report but what I also really, really wanted to do, because I sat down with a piece of paper last night because um, I'm sad and I'm like a giant man child. And I sort of wrote out what I think, assuming that Havertz, Timber and Rice are all in. I wrote down what I think Arsenal's best 11 looks like. I found it quite difficult. And then I tried to add the nine permitted substitutes that you're allowed in the Premier League now. And uh, I wrote them down, but I still couldn't fit everybody in. That I, and, and then I was looking at certain names and thinking, no, you deserve to be in the squad, but you're not. I can't make it work. I can't make it fit. So we're going to do a podcast tomorrow on what Arsenal's best 11 going into the new season will look like. And we'll go down to the substitutes bench as well and work out what the best squad looks like. And, uh, and yeah, we'll get your input on that in the live chat as well. We'll probably do it at around about, I want to say 11 a.m. UK time. I think that's probably about the time that we're going to aim for. Um, but I'll keep you posted via social media. And, uh, yeah, that should be a very, very interesting episode, I think. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, as I say, got a dash. Apologies for the slightly shorter edition of the uh, show this evening. Uh, but I will see you all again tomorrow with another episode. Until then, take care of yourselves. Have a great evening and uh, yeah, try to relax. Try not to stew on it for too long because, as I say, I'm pretty confident Declan Rice will be unveiled as an Arsenal player in the coming days. I feel like I've been saying that for a month. Catch you all soon. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm Martin Tyler and you're listening to Harry Simeon. <laughs> <laughs>